Hello. And welcome to the Vegan Steven podcast. Vegan Steven's a fictional character. All characters events in this show, even though it's based on real people, are entirely fictional. So every voice on person airport following program contains coarse language and due to its content should not be viewed by anyone. Hello, I'm Vegan Steven. This is the number one vegan podcast. It's not just for vegans, it's for everyone. Today on the Vegan Steven podcast, we are talking about a little bit of the old Black Lives Matter. Now, I want to confess something for you. First of all, um, I haven't really noticed. I'm a bit, um, how do I say it? Sheltered from this whole racism thing. Like, I hear some people being like, you know, Ireland's a very racist country. Um, any, any racism I've personally witnessed, as I said, I'm a bit sheltered, is usually a miscommunication. And then out of nowhere, fucking shouting starts. And uh, people feel that just because uh, things aren't going their way or whatever, um, or maybe they've uh, had, you know, racism in other parts of their lives, that this has become a, a racist act. They just, it's called the race card. So I just thought it was important because I think a lot of people feel like me and they think, ah, oh, racism's over and stuff. Because I, I just don't see it as in. I don't know. I guess I don't know many racists or something. Or maybe this is some kind of inception and I'm the king of uh, racists. I don't know. Um, but from an early age, I was big into uh, Martin Luther King. And in fact, one of my middle names is I took on Martin for sucking so in all with what the lad did and so on. So it's something. Um, I looked into a lot because I was fascinated with and uh, Rosa Parks and the boys. Um, but maybe maybe the boys can pull over my eyes and fucking Ireland and other places are really racist or whatever. Um, I've never been to America so I don't know what it's like. But just thought I'd give that an old go because it's a bit relevant, isn't it? It's a little bit relevant. It's a little bit relevant. So we're going to do a little song on that theme. We're going to go over the race card and what that means. Because, um, you know, a lot of, sometimes when, when actual racism is happening, onlookers might just go, ah, that's just fucking racism. But, oh man, I've, I've had so many experiences where it's just an everyday situation. Like, you can't do that because you're not allowed to do that. Uh, and everyone's like, oh yeah, fair enough. But then one lad's like, you're being racist and all this stuff. But that law's for fucking everyone. So as I said, um, it, it, racism's obviously very different in different countries and so on. But uh, I don't know. Lots of my friends state people's from all walks of life. Race just isn't really a big thing. Um, it's, sometimes racism seems like um, because someone had so much racism done to them before they think everyone's being fucking racist and they carry this fucking everyone's out to get me fucking bullshit uh, on their shoulders they think just because you know someone was racist to them before everyone's fucking racist like all fucking white people are racist or some shit I don't know I don't know I've just always been like what are you talking about when people have been like Ireland's such a racist country and stuff like that. 
Uh, like I said, maybe it is. I guess I just don't hang out with those people. But, should listen. Okay. So, uh, black power is kind of like, you know, it's not really... Uh, I think it's like the whole lesbian thing. <laughs> like, you know, we don't want lads here and, and Black Lives Matters is like, um, uh, I was watching some stuff with Martin Luther King and he was like, the white people were going up to him and just being like, you know, I love, really love what you do, Martin Luther King, you're fucking helping people and all this great stuff. I'm going to go into Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks just in case there's any uh, newbies here. But uh, there'll be white people coming up and being like, oh, I love your cause, fucking brilliant, let me donate or, or whatever. And Martin Luther King was like, just fucking this is our battle and you do your own thing because we don't need you or want you or something and there's a lot of resentment and so on and then towards the end of uh, Martin Luther King's life he was like I was wrong for uh, not taking the help and seeing uh, all white people as the same and uh, this is why I was a little bit confused about um, the whole thing because it was meant to be like a racist attack but one of the arresting officers was uh, an Asian gentleman so I was like I don't know I was just I was just like yeah but anyway, there, there, there are definitely I've heard stuff about America and so on that's like you know you'd be hearing stuff you'd be hearing stuff um, like on the other hand it's like fucking is I don't know. I, I'm just, maybe I'm just naive. I thought, you know what? They had a black president. Racism must be over because uh, the same way in Ireland. Like Ireland had, I think Ireland had a few female presidents. So I was like, fucking sexism's grand then. Like it can't be that bad if you're having female presidents. But as I said, I'm no expert, and this is just to start the conversation. And you can be like, vegan scene is completely wrong. Could not be. And he's fucking. So yeah, even better. We're uh, we're just having a look. One little other thing. I know I'm just <laughs> throwing topics at you here, but I think it can be good for stimulating thought. Uh, workaholics. So I I've um, been working, you know, a lot of hours recently, and I was like, fuck, my mental health is like fucking brilliant right now. But then I realised like any time I stop working, all the fucking demons come back in and they're like. You know, start whispering in your ear and be like, Oh, you're not that cool. And everyone's going to find out that fucking, I don't know, you have one foot bigger than the other and then they won't like you anymore. <laughs> Just the mad shit that goes around in, in someone's head. So I thought, because um, workaholic. So workaholic, let's just have a little look here. Because um, I. Uh, I don't know, it's a, it can be an avoidance technique in some in some regards, but at the same time, people love people who work, because it's like, you're really, you know, you get all the money, and so it seems like, it seems like a good idea, but, sure, let's just have a little look. Okay, a workaholic is someone who compulsively, um, the term originates from alcoholism. He works compulsively. The term, so if a workaholic is somebody who works compulsively, the term originates from alcoholism. The term works at the cost of their sleep. Oh, meeting friends or family. 
While the team gen term generally implies that the person enjoys their work, it can also alternatively imply that they feel simply compelled to do it. There is no generally accepted medical term for such condition, though some form of stress, impulse control disorder, obsessive compulsive personality disorder, and obsessive compulsive disorder can be work related. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I just I just thought it was interesting because I'd I was just like, wow, this is like some kind of super drug. No more no more fucking feeling sad for me but uh, that man as soon as you stop and you're kind of just just working for the sake of it really I don't know it's, it's kind of is its own thing of avoidance it's a highly productive form of avoidance but yeah it, it's almost from a, from an onlooker's point of view it's probably the best <laughs> thing to have wrong with you because at least you get fucking loads of shit done but uh, apparently it can affect your, your sleep your social things and so on so etymology that is e-t-y-m-o-l-o-g-y the word itself is a portamentio word that's p-o-r-t-m-a-n-t-e-a-u composed of work and aholic the first known appearance according to the Oxford English Dictionary came from Canada in the Toronto Daily Star. So they're making up words. Uh, with the punning association to Alcoholics Anonymous. Alright, if you are. Oh, sorry. Um, the term workaholic refers to various types of behavioral patterns, each having their own uh, fucking validation. For instance, workaholic, work, workaholism is sometimes used by people wishing to express their devotion to one's career in positive terms. The work in question is usually associated with a paying job, but may refer to independent pursuits such as sports, music, and science. However, the term is often uh, used to refer to a negative behavioral pattern that is popularly categorized by spending an excessive amount of time working on the inner compulsion, the hard work, okay, neglect for one's family and social relations. So that, that is a typical thing if you look at uh, Albert Einstein, one of the smartest lads of all time and so on, but he treated his family like well, not shit, but he kind of just, he, he just neglected, like he wasn't, he just didn't see them and stuff. And, and that happens for a, a lot of, a lot of, you know, men, they, uh, they're like, fuck, gotta work, gotta get a house, because fucking, this is what, I don't know what to do with my life, but this seems to be the way you fucking, things are done, so get the fucking house, get the car, brilliant. Fucking kid, two kids, fucking brilliant. Uh, the downside of that is you want to, here's a famous saying, uh, he wanted to give, he worked to give her the world, but he was never home, so she left him. And that's a classic case. Uh, you're trying to perform, you're trying to compete with everyone else, and then you're never fucking home. And all you're doing is talking about work, and your fucking wife's like, ah, you're no fun anymore. And the, the, the husband's like, ah, come on, I'm out there, break my back for you night and day, so you can... So you can have whatever, and there's miscommunication, tension, um, and so on. But yeah, it's just it's just a bit interesting because the the male. I know I'm using male. It's a bit pretty sexist, but sure, fuck it. Who gives a fuck? Masculine, and feminine. 
doesn't have to be anything to do with genitals. Or does it? <laughs> Alright, so let's have a little look at the race card. Hmm, so as I said, the race card can be. It's, uh, in some in Ireland anyway I don't know what it's like in other in other countries but the, the race card fucked straight out even by um, <laughs> what's really funny is white people uh, even for me to say white people it's fucking well rich white people or whatever they're always like oh I'm so sorry it's all my fault I did I did uh, white people are awful and all this shit <laughs> and then a fucking uh, uh, some other minority or something like no no my race for the worst we fucking did this and did that and they start to fight over who's fucking who's the fucking worst uh, fucking whose granddad was more of a dick or some shite okay so for horse racing term see race card uh, I typed in race card and all I could get was fucking to do a betting oh, so let's have a little look at er, usage so as I said this is something that um, people say in, in the shop because someone will go into the shop and there's a cultural difference there um, maybe there's a language difference communication difference and it can be a very tense uh, situation because the person is so used to having uh, been treated a certain way that they think everyone looks at them like that, looks down on them or something. I said it can just be a psychological thing of low self-worth because for some reason they might feel that they're not shit or something. Um, sorry, what was it? Um, an interesting point by David Chappelle. All my favourite philosophers are comedians. David Chappelle said, uh, white people... Um, <laughs> I love old style comedians because they're like, yeah, the white guys drive cars like this. And black guys drive cars like this. They, they, they always go on. <laughs> oh, black guys are really cool and white people are real fucking nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, you know making light of uh, racism and racial tensions or whatever um, yeah there you are wonderful so let's have a little look at the race card usage the phrase is commonly used to allege that someone has deliberately or fallacy accused or falsely accuse the person of being a racist in order to gain some sort of advantage. Oh shit! There's been so many times in my life someone pulled the race card at me and they just, I was just like, oh shit, I don't want anyone to think I'm racist because that would be a lot of social pressure. Uh, I want to fit in, want to be the sheep or whatever. Just don't want to start any trouble, so I'll just give them whatever they want because this person is just starting fucking shouting at me, calling me a racist, and I'm like, oh, okay, fucking fine, take the stuff for free, whatever. Um, so there, there can be some social pressure involved. An example of this use in the term of occurring during the O.J. Simpson murder trial, when critics accused the defence of playing the race card. In presenting Mark Furman's past, if anyone doesn't know who O.J. Simpson is, famous basketball player or whatever, and it turned into a whole race thing. <laughs> because they were like, oh, the system's trying to fucking uh, pin another black man down, and so on. And, and there is some of that, you know, there's, there's, there is groups that have been set up, especially by uh, certain, I can't remember what the fuck that is. CDC. It wasn't the CIA, it was 
sorry, I can't remember all, all of these groups and fucking their own, uh, you know, initials after the name and things are very important. But uh, there, there's private privatization of prisons. I know I'm changing subject a lot here. So the prison system in America is, uh, you know, fucking, uh, it's a profit machine. So, um, there was a lot of cases of alleged putting people in for long sentences and so on, just to keep the keep the prisons full, keep the money flowing. There you are. It's mental that you can make like profit from a prison. It's fucking insane. Like there's an actual incentive to keep people in prison. You no, know, traditionally, like you, if it's going to be a big taxation on taxing on the on the public system or whatever, you fucking it's very expensive to keep people in prison. Very, very expensive. Um, so if you're going to be like cold-hearted and so on, you just say fucking execute people. You can make crimes because it's very, very expensive. Anyway, and the, the the likelihood of rehabilitation and so on is questionable. And some people people call it con college because you know you go there, you're hanging out with some of the the top lads in crime. Um, whether it's just fucking minor fraud or you just pick up, you hang, you become the people you hang around with and so on. Um, I heard one fucking horrific story. Uh, there's a lad in prison, and uh, this is an Irish prison, and there was there's a father and a son, and there was a, a prison mate there, and a fight broke out, and uh, the dad ended up raping the uh, the prison mate, you know, for fucking dominance, and then he was like, okay, son, it's your turn to to rape this lad. Can you imagine? having sex with the same person, like you and your father having sex with the same person, consensual or preferably consensual, like, isn't that such a fucking weird bond, bonding over fucking rape with your parent figure, like, that's just so bizarre, like, like, I'd never think, when someone was telling me this, like, you know, they're they're ex-prison officer in Ireland or whatever, and, um, oh my god, my jaw was just on the fucking floor, Oh my Jesus! And uh, <laughs> the prison officer, you know yourself, was just looking for a job because, like, like a lot of police and law enforcement, they're just like, uh, finish my degree in fucking Trinity or whatever, and need a job. And these people are hiring. Seems like a good stable job, and they end up joining law enforcement or whatever. Now there are uh, people with varying levels of psychopathy and. Uh, law enforcement does, um, how do I say, fucking uh, have a certain draw to people who want to, you know, bully and so on. And, but that's only a certain amount. Anyway, cheapers, I'm, I'm speaking some serious hot air this morning. Hope you're having a lovely day. Today's date is the 2nd of June 2020, and the time is 12.30. Okay. Do, 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 do. Presenting Mark Fullman's past, he recorded use of the word you know the word why people aren't allowed to say beginning with N alleged tampering with the murder evidence in the prior case uh, the fifth attainment uh, avoided um, potential self-incrimination okay wonderful who's that lad fucking there's some guys uh, who've been, some very famous people have been asked like, about Black Lives Matter and so on. I think Lil Wayne, the rapper, 
was asked, like, what do you think about Black Rose Matter? And they couldn't get a word out of me. It's just like, I don't know nothing about them. I don't, I don't fuck around that man. Which is very interesting because sometimes, you know, you'd be going from a famous black person, they're just like, oh, we assume, it's it's always a news agency looking to fucking get a little bit of headline. Oh, this rapper says this, oh, this fucking outrage. So, but yeah, it was, it was just like, <laughs> I fucking sip on cough syrup and smoke weed all day, so. I'm just trying to do this, man, not getting involved. And Morgan Freeman as well made a very interesting point saying, um, that when you race something like racism only exists if you acknowledge it or something i didn't get the full thing morgan freeman was saying but i think the thing he was getting at was very interesting um yeah so the thing about uh, dave Chappelle was joking about was he was saying white people have this massive burden of feeling they have to succeed and they're like oh man i can't i can't fucking do all this work i can't fucking i'm not there's so much stress fucking getting a house and all the kids and all the rest of it and that's why they do tend to do downers like opioids and so on because they just can't fucking handle the stress of fucking all that's expected and so on whereas he was saying um black people from the ghetto um they're just what was the word he said he said like they're fucking shocked when they get really successful because they're like oh shit i was never meant to fucking have all this shit like I thought I had low self-esteem or whatever. So I may be phrasing it differently, but I thought that was a very interesting uh, observation that he had to that he had to make. Okay, presenting Mark Forums, um, just the cultural differences, you know, um, expectations, and uh, like that is racism, but it's it's their choice to believe, you know, their own self-worth and so. On. Anyway. We'll keep going, we'll keep going. Standard prof uh, Stanford professor Richard Thompson Ford, this is all Wikipedia by the way, has agreed that the race card can be played independently of the person making the claim. The race in question, uh, an example of Hillary Clinton's campaign, uh, Asseration, A-S-S-E-R-I-T-O-N, what the fuck's that spell? Astoration that Obama won the 2008 Democratic primary in South Carolina due to disappropriate number of black registered Democrats. It was the fucking Democrats. <laughs> man, it, that Hillary woman's one of the most unlikable fucking people on the earth. Like, man, she's kind of a woman if she was your neighbor, you just, you just fucking, you give her the wave and just fucking stay out of her way. Like, she's just be fucking getting involved in your business being like you should do this fucking you know that's fucking against this i should listen uh, implying racism is uh, in the general population okay wonderful george delhi um she's just not a likable fucking person like who the fuck would talk to her if she wasn't married to that fucking billy people just have to fucking put up with her famous husband I'm only messing, don't be minding me. Um, Malaysian politics. Okay, we're getting off the off the off the car off the old cup there. College culture. <whistles> Woman card. Yeah, that's one as well. Okay, so we're gonna get into Black Lives Matter. Okay. How are we getting on here? Wonderful. Wonderful. Ba, 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 ba. 
Yeah. See, when when people come to Ireland and like, oh, Ireland is such a race. Irish people are so racist. It's so mental because the actual statement that they're making is racist, and it's like, do you not see like the fucking irony here? Like, coming here, uh, just going to a place with a massive chip on your shoulder, casting everyone around with the same fucking blanket, be like every single person there is fucking. I, I, I was just like, ah, Jesus Christ. And the confidence some of these lads go with telling you that you're racist. Jesus Christ, we just, we just fucking met. Like, I just work in the fucking shop. Like, anyway. Uh, it's a very, very important thing. But just like anything, I think it's to do with identity politics. Sometimes people think that they are just the race that they are. And, or else they just are their job. And they put all their self-value in either the way that they look, the people they hang around with, or their job, like I said, as opposed to seeing that as part of who they are, they see that as all that they are. So that can have a thing psychologically to do with uh, identity politics and so on. And uh, you can see what Ireland sometimes are like, oh, 800 years, England, never forgetting all this stuff. But at the end of the day, like, lots of fr our friends are fucking English and so on. It's just, it's just like, just love giving out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyway. Um, Black Lives Matter. Wonderful. An international human rights movement operating in African American community. Um, campaigns against violence. So around this time, there was fucking this horrific racism going on. Horrendous. Um, there's a lot more out in the open. And now I think it's a lot more covert in the... A little bit, anyway. Alright, here we go. Uh, the campaigns against violence uh, and systemic, systematic racism towards black people, BLM, Black Lives Matter, uh, regularly holds protests speaking out uh, against police killings of uh, black people. The protester issues such as racial profiling, the police brutality and radical in uh, United States and just I've watched so much fucking I used to love watching these police shows and like white people get tased all the fucking time <laughs> uh, so, uh, I just think I just think it's a bit mad just going segregating out one uh, Jesus Christ. it's just playing the victim and if you're playing the victim it's hard to be in charge and stuff listen I'm talking about stuff I should not be talking about, so take this with a few buckets of salt, alright? I'm just reading Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm not staying any facts. People tamper with Wikipedia all the time. Okay, here we go. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, some awful shit used to happen. People used to drive around and just fucking, uh, you know, get a girl, kidnap her, rape the shit out of her, and I don't think they hung her, but. Yeah, you know yourself, they're treated like absolute muck, uh, like the way someone would treat an animal and so on, which, uh, so I completely understand, uh, and there's a whole Irish uh, thing, like uh, when Ireland went to America, there was signs up as it keeps saying, no blacks, no dogs, no Irish, generally you have a sign saying, like, outside a shop being like, uh, Please wear your, uh, please wear a T-shirt on the premises. No one wants to see you walking around uh, with your fat belly out or something. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of history to it, so there you are. Okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. 
Black Lives Matter on social media after an acquittal of George Zimmerman in the shooting death of an African-American teen. Zabatabata movement became nationally recognised on the street of Germantations in 2014. Death of two African-Americans. Okay, this is all a bit recent. I want to go into the fucking deep, dark past. There have been many uh, reactions to Black Lives Matter. The US population perception of Black Lives Matter varies considerably by race. The phrase All Lives Matter sprang up in response to Black Lives Matter movement, but has been criticized for dismeaning and misunderstanding the message of Black Lives Matter. Well, that's interesting, because to be honest, I don't understand why you can't say All Lives Matter. Like, I know. As I said yesterday, there's so many people have said like all lives matter and they've been fucking squashed by social media, lost their fucking jobs and so on. And hey, it's just a bit confusing, no? Uh, it's just very confusing, like just not having a fucking. Just being accused of racist just for, being, for your fucking the way you look or something, just like fucking hell, lads. Chill out. Um, as far like, I don't think anyone's been fucking lynched in Ireland for being black, as far as I know. Like, I've never heard of it fucking happening. Uh, so anyway, listen, I'm getting way too caught up in things. Here's a little song, and this goes out to everyone protesting, and well done, um, it needs to be done, I guess, so here we go. Fuck you! Oh, shit. sick people for health care fuck charging sick people for health care fuck charging sick people for health care fuck charging sick people for health care
each other Heal the people, don't enslave the people We shit, we don't need Cause all we need is each other Cause we are the life And you can't have us, not Bit of protest in there. There have been many reactions to Black Lives Matter. The US politicians' perception of Black Lives Matter varies considerably by race. The phrase All Lives Matter sprang up in, I already read this, the following program, sorry, <laughs> following the shoot, anytime I say the following, I just go into fucking the intro. The following programs. So, um, yeah, here we go. The following, following the shooting of two police officers in Ferguson, the hashtag Blue Lives Matter was created. Supporters of the police, some black civil rights leaders, have disagreed with tactics used by Black Lives Matter activists. By the summer of 2017, the movement was getting sufficiently less attention, which some attributed to Donald Trump's presidency dominating the national headlines. Uh, he's a chancer. He's an absolute chancer. Um, so it's big in Australia, Canada, and UK. Black Black Lives Matter. To, uh, uh, I've heard some. Mm -hmm. yeah, there's certain parts of the world which are. Uh, you know, you'd be, you'd be at the pub and then a certain lad from a certain part of the world. Which may be called down under, I don't know. Just starts spewing off ridiculous rhetoric about fucking people who are racist, and you're like, chill the fuck out, mate, alright? Just chill the fuck out. <laughs> Uh, family. Earlier movements, Black Lives Matter is an inspiration of the Civil Rights Movement and the Black Power Black Power Movement. In the 1980s, Black Feminist Movement, Pan-Africanism and Anti-Prehad Movement, Hip-Hop, LGBTQ, Social Movements and Occupy Wall Street. Several media organisers have referred to Black Lives Matter as a new civil movement. Some of the protesters, however, actively disgusted, disgusted. Distinguished. D-I-S-T-I-N-G-U-I-S-H-E-D. I think that's distinguished. Themselves from the other generation of black leadership, such as Al Sharapan, by aversion to the middle class traditions, such as church involvement, Democratic Party loyalty, uh, respect to the politics, political scientist Frederick C. Harris has argued that the group centered more, more bottle of leadership is this, this. Oh, um, charismatic leadership, more organizations. Brilliant. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Guiding principles. According to Black Lives Matter, there are 13 grounding principles that should apply to those to choose to become under Black Lives Matter banner. So it's a bit like the Twelve Commandments, but there's two more just for the crack. Let's have a look at them. Among them, uh, di diversity, globalism, empathy, restorative justice, and intergenerationality. All right. Uh, 
introducing tactics. Black Lives Matter originally used social media, including hashtag activism, to reach thousands of people rapidly. Since then, Black Lives Matter has embraced the diversity of tactics. Okay, super. Hmm. Just uh, from personal life. If you go around saying like, oh, feel sorry for me or whatever or something like that, like, you're generally better off just showing people how great you are rather than going, like, give me loads of respect. Jeepers. Uh, all right. All right, all right, all right. Man, there's, there's, there was so many people fired over just saying stuff that's so blatantly obvious about, you know, the uh, different races and just stuff that's just fucking right there in front of you. They just state it, you know, fucking, I won't even say it. They just state, you know, something to do with sports or something. And fired. Um, just like, what, what, like, what do you think? There's so many class black lads at basketball. See, just for saying that now, I could lose my fucking job. Or at least lose my sponsorship, because someone or someone said that pretty much the same thing. Fired. Um, anyway. Oh, white student union. Oh no. So it's yin and yang. So there's a lot of fucking white people giving out here. Just cause sometimes. Just being a white lad, you're just like constantly been taught you should you now be careful now because you should apologize. You lads did awful shit. I don't, I don't. I just I just think it's fucking bullshit having to feel guilty for something uh, that I can't relate. I can't relate to you know fucking attacking people. So anyway, uh, Facebook pages emerged promoting the two president of white student unions on the college campus in the United States. The pages often promise a safe space for white students, what the fuck, and condemnation alleged anti-white racism on campus. Representatives of schools, well known. Uh, some students have said that the groups do not represent their values. Other students complained. The attempts of the universities to remove these pages as a violation of free speech. Okay, okay, okay. Lovely. Um, I might just do a little, little recap of Martin Luther King because he's fucking class and I don't see much about it here. Um, he's fucking so good. Uh, you know, people were trying to fucking kill him and all the time, and fucking he got shot in the end. But uh, what a fucking hero! Okay, was Martin Luther King famous for? I said, um, I took Martin as a as a middle name just because I was like, fuck, so class. Anyway, Martin Luther King Jr. is known for his contributions to America's civil rights movement in the 1960s. His most famous work is I Have a Dream <laughs> speech, back when people used to write their own fucking speeches. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely wild. There was a, what's that fucking hell? Leo Varker or some messer. Daniel Radcliffe, as I call him. Uh, 
made it made a speech um and everyone's going oh fucking brilliant that lad's fucking bang on and i was reading the speech and just going all right as a, as a songwriter i kind of know formula and, and so on and, and what kind of points you need to to hit to uh, bring out emotion and there's certain things you do and i was just like fuck this is a suspiciously well-crafted speech i don't know who this banker is man but whoever wrote this is uh spent about six months on it and anyway turns out it was just a, a copy and paste speech by the world health organization uh, <laughs> and there was those accusations saying oh my god this people plagiarized leo vacker's speech but he fucking plagiarized in the first place anyway it's not to vacker or any of that this is just everyday life and you have speech readers because people are writers because people are some people are really good at giving speeches some people are really good at writing speeches all right uh what did martin luther king fight for okay let's just go for five facts uh king's birth name was michael not martin no king entered college at the age of 15 he received his doctorate in systematic technology king's speech i have a dream was not the first at the lincoln memorial Right. King uh, was imprisoned for ne nearly 30 times. Uh, King narrowly escaped assassination attempt a decade before his death. Fuck. Man, he's such a fucking king, man. Uh, okay, so I'll just have a little look at that and then I'll just clarify on who Rosa Parks is. Because these um, are kind of the two names that I would associate with the black civil rights movement um, but things were a lot more obvious and upfront as I said with racism and now they're a little bit more like soft power uh, just kind of hinting and implying at certain things and and so on <laughs> Rosa Parks, wonderful. So I'm gonna have a little look at this. So back in the day, in case any whippersnappers didn't know this, in 1955, there was all sorts of, uh, in the south, the deep south. Um, here we go. Uh, there was very upfront uh, racism and you weren't, uh, depending on your color of your skin, you had to use different taps, you had to use different bathrooms from from other people, you had to, what else is there? Different toilets, different, uh, different seat. It was like fucking the white people were afraid they're gonna fucking catch something, like fucking catch a cold. It was, it was fucking weird. Um, and uh, yeah, okay, here we go. Uh, a 15 year old black schoolgirl, uh, Monte Grammy, she, she was 15 years old. Oh, sorry, this is another one. Uh, Charlotte Colvin. So, this is what I built up to. There was all sorts of beer, just cops pulling over people and just beating the fucking shit out of them for being black there was fucking people having um what's that thing called you know uh where the the cops pulled them over the side of the road for being black and then they fucking raped the women and like if you ever fucking tell anyone you're gonna fucking kill your husband or something just the the, the law enforcement acting like um vigilantes or calling this now there's still stuff that goes on like that even in ireland um stuff like but it's a lot more 
uh, kind of justified-ish. Like they'll, um, they'll if someone's convicted of paedophilia, uh, they'll often put them in a cell with, you know, people who are gonna like fucking rape them a lot. Uh, so this would be a male paedophile and they put them in the cell of really scary people and they just fucking have their way with them, sucking cock or whatever. And then after two weeks they put them into, uh, you know, a fucking uh, hospital or something with paedophiles or something. Um, so there's, there is stuff that still goes on to this day with... Uh, kind of on the sly stuff because um, in prison people tolerate rape to some extent but they won't tolerate any uh, undoings towards minors at all because that's like you know a big social taboo you could be up for murder and so on and people are like ah oh, yeah fair enough but and sometimes if they're in for rape they'll kind of turn a blind eye but if it's under you know a certain age, it's seen as like prisoner honor that they'll beat the shit out of someone. So, as I said, the law enforcement will on purpose push uh, the paedophile in with these big for as some kind of like extra social justice because a lot of people feel that uh, paedophiles have it easy in prison because they tend to not cause trouble and they just like pray or find God or some shit. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the prison officer was telling me this because he was quite an innocent man. It was just like, just a job, you know? And you're seeing all this fucking mad shit going on in the, you know, prison guards and, and police and, and all the rest of it. And he was just like, I had no idea this went on. And the whole way through, I was like, is this lad after watching a lot of TV? Because the stuff he's telling me is fucking melting my brain. I had no idea people in uh, law enforcement... Uh, did this they have their own like you, you get your you get your sentence you know in prison and they're like right you gotta be locked up for 10 years but on top of that the police if they don't if you if you did something that pissed them off bit of violence uh okay here we go so as i said there was uh it was so bad that i think the the back few seats were just for black people and the front few were for white people or something so um just doing loads of social things just to try and degrade and keep people down. Uh, I think there was something like black people weren't allowed into certain into colleges and all sorts. Just fucking weird shit. Um, okay, here we go. A uh, 15-year-old black girl in Montagrami refused to give up her seat to a white man in violation of the Jim Crow laws, a local laws in the southern United States that enforced uh, racial segregation. King, see, a lot of these laws were very strong in the steep south. I think it, I don't know if it was related to slavery or there's a lot of things going around, but. Uh, Mm, all right, we'll keep going. Was a committee and the Birmingham African American community looked at the case of E.G. Nixon and Jesus oh, Clifford. The decision to wait uh, for a better case to pursue because the incident was involved in a minor. The incident involved a minor. Okay. Nine months later, 
A similar incident occurred when Rosa Parks was arrested for refusing to give up her seat on the bus. Two incidents led to uh, the Montegromy, that's M-O-N-T-O-G-O-M-E-R-Y bus boycott, which was urged and planned by Nixon and led by King. The boycott lasted for 385 days and the situation became so tense that King's house was bombed. King was arrested during the campaign, which concluded um, the United States District Court ruling in... Oh, great. That ended radical segregation of all um, Montegrammy public buses. King role was in the boycott, transformed him from a national figure to the best known spokesperson of the civil rights movement. Lovely. Brilliant and brilliant. Uh, boycott, tense, tense. So some technique, techniques they used was to use carpooling, which is a lot of people get in the car and then fucking go wherever they're going. So as far as I know, they, they stopped using the buses or something. And they're using a variety of techniques to protest. All right. Um, I think they were trying to, you know, say we're not paying for the service. So unfortunately, I'm, I'm quite fuzzy on all the details. It's been a few years since I studied it. But um, it's fierce, interesting, uh, and in case it in case it wasn't clear, uh, President Lyndon Johnson meeting with Martin Luther King, the White House. Fucking hell, he was a, he was he was really a wanted man. There was loads of assassination attempts on him because he was seen as troublemaker and so. On. Okay, so. Um, after King's death, assassination aftermath. T typically, these kind of shitsters, sorry, not shitsters, but you know what I mean, like fucking people who are shaking the tree get assassinated unless they're uh, have support from, unless they're making other people money, businessmen, so on. They tend to. Anyway. Wonderful, wonderful. Man, I'm just, I'm cringing at how many people have pissed off during this episode. Oh my god, just, you know yourself using the wrong term and then fucking get one of these social justice warriors fucking protesting at your fucking podcast. And I was like, come on, mate, just get a fucking life with it. <laughs> get your own podcast. Anyway, you don't need to listen to me having an hell moan. Yeah. All right, let's have a little look at world news. Here's a comment from yesterday's, um, in case anyone uh, didn't miss yesterday's episode. Here's someone with a comment uh, on my episode yesterday, Black Lives Matter Double. Okay. The protest will almost certainly lead to more deaths in Ireland. It won't make a dent in US policy. 
there are other ways to pressure governments at the same time and that's from TEZ so I've no idea who TEZ is but um, thanks for, for having your input uh, if you would like to have your input to the show please uh, it's uh, what's it called the fucking comment section on YouTube is uh, a good place there and check out all that merch Check out all that merch, uh, you know, I'm selling fucking cups, hats, glasses, all the vegan Stephen merch. And subscribe on wherever you want. Share the word. Give an old post. Uh, share with your friends. Something to talk about work. Jeez, do you see the vegan Stephen pocket? Do you hear what he said in the podcast? Man, they're going to shut him down, man. They're going to delete the rest of his videos. Uh, as I mentioned, my, some of my videos have already been fucking banned. Uh, so, because you know yourself, you just, you just say a word and it's a fucking trigger word and you end up pissing a lot of people off. That, this is why myself and so many other people would be terrified of having, um, terrified of having, saying stuff on podcasts because you, you say something and you don't phrase it the right fucking angle and someone goes, oh, hang on, that sounds like that could be fucking racist or something there. And then, so, you know what I mean? And it can just be down to um, not explaining your point properly and just feeling that something's so fucking obvious that why would you have to say, not being racist, but. Five signs that you might be a workaholic in Phobes. Phobes. Okay, we only have seven minutes left, so we're really gonna have to. Bomb through this. Okay. Ah, fuck it. Phobes is one of those fuckers. He's always. Ah, they're grand. They're sound lads. They try their best. They pay their taxes. Do you pay your taxes? Okay. So it's it's um in case you to make that clear, work being a workaholic is a coping mechanism for anxiety. Okay. And it's fucking it's to answer it's a very good. Do some trauma survivors cope by overworking? Yeah, it's just you know if you're trying to just fucking keep your mind focused on something else. Just uh, famously, a lot of people when they die, say for example, uh, a close best friend or something dies, they just go, right, I'm not taking a week off, I'm just going to fucking keep the head down and work, because fucking I need to work right now, I can't fucking handle, handle this, and then they... Oh god. Yeah. And sometimes it works out for them. Sometimes. Um, but it's just like Anthony, you know, some people have uh, drink alcohol after work, some people drink alcohol during work, um, all sorts of mad shit. Some people drink tea all day, some people watch the news, some people... Uh, anyway, so here's some uh, world news headlines. More about coronavirus, more about 
the George Floyd death and Wuhan doctor worked with whistleblower dies oh Jesus man it'd be so scary to be against, go say anything against the government if you lived in China because you're just missing you're gone man China's just so efficient I know it's completely evil and all but jeez they get some they get shit done kind of <laughs> alright um, uh, someone said something very interesting to me and this this is probably I think they could have to stop saying it because it was racist but sure fuck it I was so interested I was just like fuck no way um, there's this thing you're not allowed to say because uh, it's called mongoloid baby alright and it's it's a word they use for for babies who uh, I don't know had I don't really know it was kind of like a, if there was something wrong with the baby they just they call it a mongoloid a kind of extreme learning difficulties or whatever uh, and it was it was very basically you know it's taboo you know I'd say it and all that stuff all right but what I didn't realize was was that it blew my mind the uh, mongoloid baby is uh, people were referencing uh, Mongolians um, and how they thought that the face of Mongolians looked like their their child who um, I don't know had an intellectual learning disability or something. I know I know what I just said is highly offensive to lots of people, but I just thought it was fucking fascinating. I thought it was so fucking fascinating. And words just come around and so on. Um, but yeah, it wasn't meant to be like it, it just originated from. Uh, I just fucking it's just fucking fierce interesting even though like I said it's it's racist and all the rest of it but uh, it's almost like looking into the history of why you're not allowed to say certain words Jesus having your fucking mouth stapled shut by people who are easily offended but here we are alright do 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 world news World news. It's very newsy world. Uh, oh, here we go. Gonna keep going. What's next? Okay. Uh, yeah, there was one other thing I thought that was very interesting. I was just thinking about loads yesterday. There's, all, there's these photos coming out, you know, of fucking, it's a black lad fucking screaming at a uh, uh, wall of police and at the big fucking sign up being like, I can't breathe. Um, but it's just like, fuck, that, that fucking police officer probably does not want to be there. They're just, you know, they want to stay at home, mess around with the kids, maybe go to Barbados for a week, and instead they have to get up. And uh, fucking listen to a lot of lads fucking screaming at them. It's just like, here, I didn't do anything. I, um, it's just, yeah, I guess it's their job. But it's, it's just kind of a bit mad when you think the police don't want to be there. Uh, Yeah. It's hard to know what to think. 
It's hard to know what to think. I'm I'm in a bubble of fucking people who are fucking sound. So I don't know. I don't really see much racism. That's why it's fucking blowing my mind right now. Uh, so here's what Gordon Cumsack says. Why would anyone be a cop over there? Thankless job, paid buttons, and having to put up with left-wing thugs with no uh, support about those above you. Can't imagine recruitment will be easy task in years to come. So, uh, hmm. uh, in case this isn't very, very clear, the I don't know. It's, it's only like I'm just making up facts here, but maybe it's just five percent of police who are, you know, corrupt. Um, and we'll be doing these bad things and everyone else in the job has to fucking put up with a few bad apples a lot of like police I know just fucking they're just like I don't give a fuck I just you know show up to work get the fucking job done get home because uh, it's just a fucking job and just doing it to fucking keep my, feed my family and they're not passionate about telling people what to do or a law book um, um, just ordinary lads just fucking doing a job same way a painter or whatever might and be fucking really passionate about fucking painting uh, a, a house just because it's just a fucking just a job or whatever but anyway different strokes for different folks how many you say no support above this is Carl when the US president has just declared war on his own citizens instead of making sure innocent black people aren't murdered okay and Rochelle it's a license to beat and murder people in line with your own prejudices I've received no cut this the dream for any schoolyard bully okay uh, Logan Shepard says, imagine you were going to, you were having the world watching every, uh, your every move, the decent police officers must be under added stress where every move can be portrayed as wrongdoing to suit particular narrative, which focuses being almost entirely on bad policies. It's easy to forget that there are good people, uh, people least as well. Another lad says, well said. Yeah, so we're all just fucking people, I guess. Okay, so listen, take care of yourself. All the best, and you can do it. Stay, stay positive, because uh, fucking we're all in the same boat. None of us know what we're doing. Over and out. Being Stephen podcast every single day.